Welcome to the Faithful Fathering Podcast. This is Rick Wirtz, founder and president of Faithful Fathering, here to uh, encourage you. Our, our vision is to uh, engage dads in raising a godly generation by reinvigorating the church on the fathering front. So we're going to be talking uh, this podcast series. Uh, we, we've hit Mother's Day, and now we're going to talk a little bit about the seasons of fathering. And in studio with me uh, today is Mr. John Cantu, and John is uh, pastor of uh, Numa Church, and a uh, blessing to have you here, John. It's good to be here. Thank you so much. Well, uh, good to, uh, I know you, we talked earlier about the fact that you've been married for 11 years, is that right? Going, going on uh, 11 years in September. 11 yes. years September, and you've got two beautiful daughters. Two little girls, Seven yeah. and three. And three, yes. Fantastic. Well, we're, we're talking about the uh, teacher season of fathering, okay. which uh, in, in the book we just released, which we'll talk about a little bit later too, but uh, it's called The Seasons of Fathering, A Handbook for Life. It, it allows us to kind of begin to see the season we're in, maybe anticipate the season around the corner, and know what we can and can't do in the respective seasons. Okay. So I know uh, early on we have that opportunity to truly ground our children in our values and our faith in the mm -hmm. home and, and prepare them for some of those outside influences that are probably around the corner, right? Yes. But, I know these early years, it's a very unique time for dad and mom because, you know, what you say is taken as gospel. It's mm -hmm. not a very little pushback. It's That's just right. short answers. You're ready to rock and roll. That's right. But uh, how have you enjoyed uh, this? Uh, you're, you're, both of your daughters are in that early season. Oh, yeah. Are you capitalizing on that time to really instill some values? I am. And I think I'm a teacher by nature. Um, and so I, uh, I, I, love, I love just the, the deep the deep questions and I love you know my seven-year-old she's a uh, you know she's she's very much in into asking very big questions you know and I'm, I'm here for it like I, I, I love it because um, those are the conversations I like to have and um, I, I take it as a, as a really good opportunity to, to pour in some you know some godly wisdom into her you know um, Ellie she's she's three she's you know she doesn't really <laughs> she doesn't she's not there yet um but even with her you know it's it's a lot more simplistic you know you can't go really deep with a three-year-old but you know teaching her um teaching her not to bite she bit me yesterday <laughs> <laughs> and then a few hours later she bit uh her her sister so she's i don't know she's in a biting phase right now but you know every every little moment is a teaching moment and mm -hmm. so yeah well, truths and mandates are uh, kind of taken as absolutes, you know, in the home you're growing up. And uh, do you remember any times, uh, you know, what are, are some formative things that your parents did in those early years with you? Is there anything that stands out as far as a family routine or family standard that really kind of established what the home was all about for you? Um, yeah, I mean, there, there, was, there was definitely uh, a culture of our, of our home. And, and I, I can say that both mom and dad were both the teachers. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was I was probably I, I had a more uh, lighthearted relationship with my with my mom, and so I could I could talk to her a lot a lot easier um, than I could you know my dad. Um, but now growing up, even even now, I mean, my dad is is still is still teaching. You know, he's still teaching me, and I, I really appreciate our conversations. Um, but yeah, I mean, in the home, it was always me kind of going going to to mom first. Um, you know, because mom, and we talked about this earlier, my mom was, you know, moms are a little bit more, you know, tenderhearted, you know, a little mm -hmm. bit kinder, a little bit more loving, and, you know, they're a little bit softer than, than dad. Um, and, but then there was moments where I, I really needed to, to appeal to, to some man wisdom. Mm -hmm. um, and so I would go to my dad. And 
there was there was never there was never a moment where I felt like I don't have anybody to talk to. And I'm so grateful for that because I know that there's plenty of, of homes who, who do have that, that, that void. Um, mm -hmm. but I was always able to go to, to somebody. Mm -hmm. yeah. There's always that, uh, that family routine that's so, so critical. You hear the kids that had the drug problem, you know, mm -hmm. that they were drugged to church on Sunday, drugged to church on Wednesday, oh, yeah. drugged to youth group. And, and it, that routine though, set them up as a standard of what they were expecting yeah. in the home and they, they're going to be grounded yes. in, in church and in, in the word. But are there any routines that you've, uh, adapted from when you grew up to how you and your bride are, are uh, establishing a routine in the home that one's one of them going to church uh, without compromise you know i mean i was a pastor's kid so we were going to church whether i liked it or not you know mm -hmm. um and and now my children are pastor's kids so uh, same thing they're going to church whether they like it or not um uh so i think i think that's really really important and you know i i used to be a little bit more critical because i've seen I've seen people grow up in church, kind of being dragged to church, mm -hmm. who, you know, maybe maybe they it, they didn't take it the right way, um, maybe church hurt them or whatever it is, and then you know I saw them kind of leave the church, and I always wondered, well, was that because they were forced to go to church? Um, and I, I don't know, there's got to be something deeper there, but I I remember when when COVID happened, you know, uh, COVID nineteen um, in 2020, and. Um, a lot of churches were, you know, in the beginning, were kind of not really sure what it was. And, and so my, my, my daughter, my youngest daughter, Ellie, she was actually born right, right before COVID. I mean, mm. she's a COVID baby. Mm. Uh, she was born in February. Um, and so, you know, she wasn't, you know, she wasn't going to church for, you know, obviously the three months. And then after that, a little bit longer. And then also Layla, my, this now seven-year-old, she wasn't really, they, we were doing the church online stuff. And, and then I remember telling my wife, like, this isn't, this can't be good. Like mm -hmm. uh, I want them to see mom and dad go to church, Worship even if they don't understand again. it, you mm -hmm. know, even if they don't even know what's, what's mm -hmm. going on. I, I want them to get in that habit, that routine of Sunday mornings, we get dressed and we go to church. And uh, so we started doing that, you know, um, shortly after that conversation. And, uh, you know, at that time there was, you know, very limited ministries, especially our kids ministry, you can't have a bunch of kids touching a bunch of stuff. So they were all in the sanctuary with us, but you know, they were, they were there witnessing mom and dad worship, you know, preach the word. And, and, uh, so I, I think that was really important. And that's, sure. that's something that that's not, not a compromise for us in, in our home. Yeah. There's a routine going to church. There's a routine that you and your wife have in, in, in the way you communicate, the way mm -hmm. you solve problems, the way you interact uh, mm -hmm. uh, in front of your kids, you know, those yeah. types of things establish a, you know what their perspective of what a man and how a man and woman relate right yes. so you're so many different routines that we uh, have to be intentional about yeah. that uh, enable right. our children to really move forward and understanding uh, how how uh, uh, they to stay grounded in in what the home has to offer yes. this is their grounding and this uh, prepares them now uh, how about uh, your prayer I know uh, I always enjoyed that prayer time with the kids mm -hmm. uh, how, how did you go about uh, or how are you going about you know helping your kids not only praying for your kids but with your kids, with and, kids. and teaching them how to pray how's that uh, yeah. how's that progressing uh, so you know for, first I'll, I'll say that growing up I was I I never missed a prayer going to bed at night I would always pray and that was instilled in, in me by my parents um, and there was even a little season where you know my parents were kind of um, we talked about it a little bit earlier kind of in their Jonah moments mm -hmm. uh, kind of running away from from ministry the call of God we weren't going to church and all that stuff but even during that time 
I had learned from an earlier age to always always go to God in prayer. Mm. And I would I wouldn't miss a prayer every night, you know, just in case, you know, the Lord came back. I was like, God, I, I want to make sure I go to heaven. I don't want to miss this opportunity. Um, so I've, I've kind of, ex, uh, you know, instilled that that habit of, of, of prayer, you know, w- without without ceasing, really, um, in my children. And so, yes, we uh, we pray every night, you know, together. Um, I, I have each of them say a prayer. Um, and, you know, my daughter, my Ellie is really just repeating what she hears big sister say. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's it's OK. She's 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 learning that, hey, this is what we do before we go to bed right. and sometimes she she calls me on it like if i doze off she's like hey we didn't pray yet and i and i love that you know it warms my heart um <laughs> but yeah i mean prayer before we go uh before we um we, we go to bed prayer before we eat um and even if like even if we're feeling sick you know Lay, uh, layla and ellie will come in to lay hands and we'll say lord mm-hmm. heal, heal mom heal dad and so that's something that you know they're just they're picking up just because they see it, sure, and, and there's sure. that intentionality as well mm-hmm. that we that mm-hmm. we've instilled in them. So that yeah. So they you've already uh, even at the age of seven she's praying her own prayers. Oh yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Is that, yeah. That, uh, no, we I I, I really uh, uh, we I was prayed for the kids. We prayed together, mm-hmm. but I, I it was a slow process to help them develop their own their own prayer life yeah, until yeah, later yeah. years but that's very impressive that they've already got a hold of some of that yeah yeah i mean and we always i mean we we, do, we start the, the prayer together and then we have them um we have each of them lead it um and so yeah we're, we're still we're still praying together um and you know i, I want to have i want to have a little bit of oversight you know as well um because you know she's she's seven you know um but yeah i just just that there's that feeling in her that she knows hey i Prayer is something that's powerful, and I can go to it, um, mm-hmm. and so I'm, I I love that. Good, yeah, I know. I always ask, uh, you know, is there something you pray about? And usually, usually at that age, you end up praying for a cat or a dog, yeah. which you you know you, you have to do that. That's okay, but uh, but it's as they mature, they start to understand, yes. you know, what the, what are the true prayer concerns? Yeah, and uh, and it it may be a, a situation in school, it may be a personal situation, maybe extended family situation, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. as long as they can understand that what their power is is to go to prayer yes in the, in the deal well that's a that's a huge issue now the other area of course is uh, reading uh, how how do you uh, in these early years how have you uh, helped instill a love for reading and have you did you read to the girls or they're they're reading uh, you know mm-hmm. uh, echoing or, or picking a sentence out of the book how do y'all how do y'all approach yeah. that so uh layla is a she's a reader just she just loves to read mm-hmm. books um and so um, she, she, she has her Bible, she reads her Bible and, uh, we, we do read it together at, you know, at first, um, you know, we, we get the little illustrative sure. know, Bibles and stuff like that. And, um, so we, we would read it and, and, and we're doing this right now with, with our three-year-old Ellie, you know, very, very simple. Um, and she enjoys it, you know, she j- enjoys the pictures and all that stuff. And it's very, very easy. And then, you know, we'll close the book and we'll say, okay, well, what, what did you learn? And, you know, she'll, she'll repeat it. She'll repeat it back to us mm-hmm. in some form of, you know, what she read. Um, but that's um, just like prayer, you know, we're, we're just, we're getting that process started. Like, this is what you do. This mm-hmm. is, you, you open the Bible, you, you read the Bible, you know, you take it in and, um, and then you apply it. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and we make sure that we apply it, especially with, with my seven year old, you know, mm-hmm. she's, she's older. She, she understands a little bit more, you know, we'll tell her, Hey, you know, what did we read mm-hmm. last week? What did we, what did we read last night? Um, you know, are is this the way that you should be acting, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so 
that that's really that's really helped them and and Layla now is you know she's she's reading the Bible on on her own um, and she'll you know we're right there with her so I mean she's got tons of questions she's you know she's a kid she's always gonna have tons of questions um, but she's able to read it ask the questions and then we're able to you know to um, tackle that those issues together so fantastic yeah. fantastic now you said that she's a reader she has a love of reading what she does do you remember where that kicked in what uh, what was what was the catalyst for that you know I she she's she's like uh, she really likes she likes animals mm -hmm. she loves animals she loves space she loves sharks <laughs> uh, and so she she likes to read all of these you know um, uh, all of these nonfiction books. Mm -hmm. um, she does. She's not really huge on on the fiction books, but she likes just learning facts. She likes mm -hmm. to learn stuff, mm -hmm. um, and so she's applied that, you know, into into you know scripture as well. She wants to right. learn about about God. So, mm -hmm. so then those you can visualize a little bit better yes. too. You know, right. in, you know, that's that's interesting because I, you know, I think as you as you know, when you're seven, six, seven, eight. You, know, you start to turn that corner where they're learning to read to where they're reading to learn, reading mm -hmm. to learn. And uh, yes. that's that's a huge step forward is yes. uh, you can create that enthusiasm for reading. If they're good readers, then they're going to be good learners. Right. And uh, so that that's a tremendous uh, yes. step in that direction. That, uh, uh, and is, is that, would you credit your bride for a lot of that initiative oh, yeah. or would it be, uh, do you, you love reading as well? I do love reading, but yeah, my, my wife, I think she is a, uh, she, she really helps with with being intentional about that like hey we need to we need to sit down with our with our kids and we, we got to make sure that they uh, that they read the word you know mm -hmm. and so I mean it's it, it's not just her it's obviously it's both of us but um, you know I think we're both of the same mind that hey we need to instill godly principles mm -hmm. into our kids and at this age you know that that's going to include you know you know prayer and and reading scripture Sure. Um, so mm -hmm. yeah, it's 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 been a team effort. For well, sure. it's uh, I have to give full credit to my bride because I was gone all the time, uh, traveling and what okay. have you. So she yeah. would have the kids up in the bed reading, and you mm -hmm. know our older our daughter's older than our son, so uh, he would, uh, you know, they'd give him a word to spot, mm -hmm. and uh, while they were reading, and he would say that word, and, and mm -hmm. it just kind of instilled that enthusiasm about yeah. uh, about reading. So yeah. I have to tip my cap completely and give her all the credit yeah. for that <laughs> because I, I don't think I read a book through college. Uh, I was not a good reader and uh, struggled every bit of the way. Now, I've made up for it in recent years, yeah. the last 30 years or so. Uh, read heavily, but uh, uh, but I, I just always have uh, had tremendous respect for couples that work together to really help their children understand prayer and reading early on in life. Mm -hmm. Because if you get it instilled early, uh, it sure oh, yeah. it sure makes uh, it smooths out a lot of other things down the road. But that's uh, it's exciting to see kids passionate about that, particularly mm -hmm. passionate about school. What kind of what kind of Bible do you have a seven year old that she enjoys reading? Uh, what kind of version is? I don't know what the version is. Um, it's uh, it's you know it's it's obviously it's not as illustrative as the you know the small right, ones. Right, right. Um, it is you know I don't think it takes out any any verses like you know the smaller ones do, but it's obviously more kid friendly. Um, it's pink. That helps. <laughs> Just the fact that it's pink <laughs> for, for my, a girl. For a girl, yeah. Uh, so yeah, she uh, yeah she she really likes it. She keeps it with her on her nightstand and and. Uh, yeah, so she I think uh, I think of the uh, the message, which of course isn't a message. translation. Right. It's actually a story yeah. that was written to try to convey some of the scripture and, and stays pretty tied to scripture. But uh, that's something kids have always enjoyed reading. Yeah. 
uh, the message. I was just kind of curious if you had another yeah. suggestion for that. Yeah, uh, yeah, not it's not it's not the message. It's uh, I mean, it's it's probably not even on the scale of the you know the whole formal equivalence and the paraphrasing. Right, 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 it's right. it's probably off the charts uh, still. Um, but I, yeah, I can't remember exactly what the version mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, well, as we, uh, as we wrap up here, John, do you have any other uh, final encouragement, uh, for dads that have young kids? I know it, uh, it can be tiring. It can be exhausting. And, uh, I think you can make big points by giving mom a, a day oh, yeah. off or a night oh, yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. So do you have any other uh, tips or suggestions for dads in this season? You know, I think, uh, I think dads, uh, a lot of men carry a lot of, a lot of wisdom and, uh, you know, a lot of times we, uh, we keep it to ourselves or we just share it with our, with our wives. I, I, I don't know, but I, I think it's something that, you know, your kids want to learn from you as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, I think that's, that's a part of being present, you know, it's not, it's not only providing, it's not only, you know, um, you know, feeding, feeding your family, but it's also, it's also teaching them. So I would, I would say, um, as much as you can, you know, instill some of that wisdom, uh, life, life lessons that you've learned into your kids. And I think that they're going to really appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. I always like that. You know, a lot of people take that. I think it's first Timothy five, eight says, if you fail to provide for your family and everybody takes that as financial provision. Come on. And, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it's really a, a provisionary, meaning that you're a visionary for your children to mm -hmm. help them see yeah. what's ahead, prepare them for what's ahead. So that, yes. that whole idea of uh, absolutely, uh, uh, being engaged and, and being intentional. Intentionality is the word uh, yeah. for this season. So, well, Dad, there you go. You, John gave us some good tips to uh, stay engaged, stay very intentional in your efforts to uh, pray with your children, read with your children, help them move, take that uh, turn to read well themselves. And, uh, and you'll prepare them well for life. And you'll uh, make mom pretty happy too. So uh, just keep up the good work and uh, we'll keep praying for you. That's the dad you called to be, and that's your dad the next generation. God bless you. Thank you, John. Bless you, Thank you. God bless you.